0: Phenomena aka Creepers 1985 with Peter Nielsen. In this episode, it's Joel's turn to take a stroll down Nightmare Lane. As he remembers, Phenomena A.K.A. Creepers. Joel was exposed to this Dario Argento-directed movie at a far too young age. And even though it's been almost 30 years, Joel has to question what do a little person, a chimp, and Donald Pleasance with a bad Scottish brogue all have in common? Make sure you have your
1: paper handy for this one. I'm going to start this one a little different, Peter, because let's be honest, you're the one and only Peter Nielsen. However, you've already been on once, so you already got the whole, I'm here with, so, oh, I, I guess I am still here with the one and only Peter Nielsen, though.
2: Yeah, I yeah. hope i one and only. Yeah, well, well, I don't the... know.
1: I mean, I don't know. Oh,
2: they, huh. they say you have a doppelganger. Yeah, right a do-
1: do- doppelganger. Mm-hmm. D- yeah. A fantastic movie starring Drew Barrymore, by the way. And that was a little sarcasm.
2: A little bit, yeah. It was okay. (laughs) But uh, fantastic was not the word I would use.
1: (laughs) So, yes, Peter is joining me for this particular bonus episode. Yet again, welcome back, Peter.
2: Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here.
1: Yes. And of course, we have already covered The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. And now we are going to recover. We're going to recover. Yeah, maybe. We are going to cover... Another film and this one, the the difference in this particular bonus episode is I would argue uh, that unlike all the other ones, this is probably the only one where this is more about a movie that I saw as a kid and how it affected me versus me seeing it now. And whereas all the other ones are supposed to be about the people for the most part that are coming on. So the movie we are discussing as everyone heard in the opening title is Phenomena and I always knew it as Creepers which is a Dario Argento movie from 1985. Now, you which kind of blows my mind had never seen this, correct? Yeah. And it blows right. my mind because I, I always just go on the assumption you've seen everything. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't it kind of it's slipped my radar of I don't know why.
1: And you're not, and you are an Argento fan, right? Because I saw that you posted recently on Facebook that you got, would you get Opera? Uh,
2: opera and, and Inferno. Okay. I got yesterday. Yeah, and you, I, so, I actually. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no. I'm as I posted. I, I'm not. I don't love love everything he's ever done, but a, a, a vast majority of it.
1: And of course, he's an Italian filmmaker. He, I think, I would get why a lot of people, horror fan or not, don't connect. I, I won't say don't like, I think have a hard time connecting with his work. It tends to be, at least my experience has been, it's very dreamlike slash nightmare. Like there's almost that, uh, dream logic going on sometimes in, in what happens.
2: Yeah. I mean, for some of his movies, you don't, uh, I don't know. You, you don't have to do, let's put it this way. You don't have to do drugs <laughs> to get a high when you watch some of his
1: movies. And, and if you do God help you. Oh yeah. You're lost. <laughs> you're, That's it. It. you're gonna. You're gonna that, done. Yeah, I think it would greatly depend on what type of drug you were doing, but anything a little, <laughs> anything more powerful than some wacky weed, you're going to be in deep doo doo <laughs> with the visions yeah. you're going to have.
2: Yeah, mushrooms, no,
1: no, LSD, ooh,
2: ooh. bad idea.
1: <laughs> yep,
2: you will be in. Uh, you will be in an an inferno, or
1: <laughs> yeah, I imagine
2: you would something like that. Deep red.
1: Just yeah, yeah, a... very much so. You, you'll <clears throat> be. You'll be like four flies on gray velvet. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Yep. You'll feel like somebody hit you with a cat of nine tails. <laughs> See, I told you I know all the freaking titles, but for whatever reason, I haven't seen any of the movies. So, <laughs> <laughs> Creepers is what I'm going to call it because yeah. for me, I, I've told this story on the show before, so I'll say I'll it quickly. I'm, I'm, my memory is I was eight, but I don't know because Creepers came out in 85. It was actually, if you stay through the end credits, it actually shows it was originally copyrighted 84. So I don't know if that was when it was released in Italy and then it came to the States in 85. I'm not uh, sure about uh, that.
2: No, I don't know. I mean, some movies are made one year and released the other sure, year. And sure, sure. years after, so 84, yeah. 85. I will say 84, 85-ish.
1: Yeah, but I definitely know when I saw it would have been around late 85, possibly even into 86. And I say that because... I remember I was at my grandmother's We where it was some kind of family get together. And I always would love to hang out with my older cousin. He was like an older brother. He's about five years older than me. He had the, hmm. he had the cool, completely rebuilt 1978, uh, Firebird. Oh, okay. And I remember him saying, you know, Hey, my dad got some movies in. Do you want to go over and see one of them? He got critters. Yeah. I had seen the video box for creepers when we would go to the video store and I remember how bad it freaked me out because it was the one where it's Jennifer Connelly. It's a it's drawn art and she's holding her hand out. I know which one you mean. And, and she's, she's got all the like bugs in it her face. and half her face yeah. has been eaten yeah. away. Yeah. So it scared the crap out of me to look at. Now, in my mind, he said critters. I loved Gremlins. I knew about Critters at that point. So that's why... Entirely different. Totally, entirely different. Now, Critters came out in 86. Now, I'm not sure what month. So that's what I say. My memory is a little askew here. I must have been closer to 9 going on 10. Critters came out in 86, and that's when I turned 10. So, you know, it's funny how memory works. Like You're like, I thought I was younger than that. But it was somewhere in that arena. Somewhere between 8 and 10. And still probably way too young to see Creepers. (laughs) Yeah. So he... You know, tells me I like, got this movie Critters, and I think, oh, great. I'm excited. I think I'm going to see the one about the little spiny alien things yeah. and, you know, the Gremlins knockoff.
2: Yeah, it's actually pretty good. I yeah,
1: I, I do, too. I think I remember when Jason and I covered it a couple years back, we both really still enjoyed it. So, plus it had yeah. Power of the Night, which was, you know, was awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> long story short, too late, we go to his house. We're sitting there watching and I and I pretty quickly realized this doesn't creepers, no? Um hmm. this isn't critters. And so I'm like, okay. And I do know that as the movie progressed, I had a lot of cover your eyes. Cover your eyes. <laughs> hmm. Cover your eyes is what I kept getting told. And then I would do okay. the, the So the only things I remembered seeing were in the beginning and those who are used to the show, spoiler alerts. Ahoy! <laughs> Typically, most of these bonuses we've avoided, a, like, significant significant spoilers. I mean, there's been a couple where we've leaked some out, but it's those are usually for movies people are very familiar with. This is one where most people have not seen, and it is on YouTube, so if you haven't seen it, pause this, go watch it if you like that kind of thing.
2: The uncut version is on YouTube, too, so... Uh, oh,
1: that is the uncut version? I wasn't sure about that.
2: No, there, I think there's two versions. The one I watched is uh, the uncut version, so uh, which is pr- a pretty good quality, too, so... Uh,
1: it Was it, about, it, an, was it about an hour and 48 minutes? Uh, yep. Okay, then that was the one I saw too. Okay. And <laughs> and it's it's violent and gory, but it's, again, funny how memory works. In my head, it was so much worse. In my head, it was something that if I wa- even watched it now as a adult, it's just going to just disturb me. You know, because when you're nine, <laughs> yeah. even though I actually probably uh, didn't see most of the gore because my cousin kept telling me to cover my eyes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, but the last half hour or 20 minutes are pretty intense.
1: That was the only thing, because on the video box, they show her in that pit, which we'll get into in a minute. So Mm -hmm. I remembered, and I remembered that her being in that pit, I remembered there being some sort of uh, PC version of a little person, which I suppose it is a kid. I did. I, my memory was, it was just a little person. Yeah. And that was um, like some kind of mutant. And I remembered, this is what's funny. I thought his killing implement was a giant pair of pruning shears. Almost like the uh, ones in the Exorcist three. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like that's what I had in my head. And I think that's because the burning.
2: Is that You're oh and the burning. burning. Yeah that's yeah that's right. There's yeah.
1: another one where that happens. But in the poster yeah. there I had this memory in my head where because there's a, a chimp also in this <laughs> we told you it's weird. And <laughs> there's a chimp <laughs> in this movie and it on the poster is like above Jennifer Connolly's character and I seem to remember he had A giant pair of shears. I think they're actually just scissors.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah.
1: Okay, so, but again, that was how I had it in my head, and then as I'm trying to remember the movie before I rewatched it again, I was like, so was it the monkey that, it turns out, was going on some kind of killing? I couldn't remember a lot of the the plot points, which was, again, very dream logic to the whole thing sometimes, so it's the plot being relative. I also suppose, before we get too much further into this, I should just high-level say, the story is... Beautiful, young girl, uh, daughter of a very famous actor, American actor, apparently, sent to go to a boarding school. Where, Peter?
2: It's in Switzerland. Exactly, that?
1: exactly. of course, which as I'm watching, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's in Peter. Oh, wait, no, he's in Sweden. Never mind. <laughs> and they start with SW. So,
2: Yeah, but it starts out, the first, uh, which I kind of uh, reacted to, uh, at the start of the movie, when the bus stops. And the the, the class, I suppose, mm-hmm. uh, are climbing into it. You know what language, You know what they're from?
1: Mm-mm. Denmark. Oh, that's right, because, yeah, he does say the Dem- the missing student was from Denmark, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, and they're talking Danish, so it's like, what? I understand this. Oh, that's cool. Without, without subtitles.
1: Oh, that was very so, were, were there subtitles yeah. in that part? I don't think there were, were there?
2: Nope, nope, nope. Say, uh, he, she's saying something like, uh, hurry, hurry, the bus is not going to wait. Come on. Okay. And I was like, it, they're speaking Danish.
1: Oh, very cool. So,
2: uh, so uh, it does relate to me.
1: That's Should very... We, it was so, a, and, the, and I thought, the, we'll get into that, but the location stuff, I thought it was gorgeous. I loved yeah, the, yeah. the look of everything. So, this girl, Jennifer Connelly's character, which, of course, everybody should know who Jennifer Connelly is at this point, Academy mm-hmm. Award-winning actress. This is her, if I'm not mistaken, her first movie, right? Wasn't this her first starring role? Because it's a pre-labyrinth.
2: Uh, yeah, I think so.
1: So, she's maybe, what, 16? 17, yeah, was, possibly? Somewhere yeah, in there.
2: Something, like, something around there, yeah.
1: And she is the, got, sent to this boarding school in Switzerland. Her... her father's never, you never see him, but there's times where she's on the phone with, I guess, his agent uh, demanding yeah. things. And as the story progresses, simultaneously, there's a serial killer, they assume, on the loose, killing young girls that are connected to this boarding school. And they go to this entomologist played by? Donald Pleasance. Exactly. And... Uh,
2: oh, oh. And, and speaking of, he was supposed to be from Scotland, right? Yeah. That accent...
1: Was awful. Kind of. Kind of comes and goes. It was it was really a bad Scottish accent, which is funny to me because he's he's English, correct? Uh, yo, yeah. I think, I think so. he's from England, right? Isn't he originally yeah. from England? So you would All think. Right. I mean, granted, assumption on my part. <laughs> I just think, Maggie. If, yeah, Maggie, help us out here. Yeah. So back to Donald Pleasant and yeah. his, yeah. yep. his his brogue. He is the entomologist. He's a bug expert, and. It turns out that he's able to figure out based on these particular fly larvae that he finds, aka maggots. God, I hate maggots! Uh, <laughs> he is able to determine, you know, obviously the, when the body, when the person was killed, how long they were left, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, his storyline ends up crossing with Jennifer Connolly's character because, which by the way, her name—what a stretch! If I'm not mistaken, was Jennifer? <laughs>
2: yeah. So not uh, not so hard to
1: no. To, uh from her perspective, that had to be very easy. <laughs> yeah. So Not for the other actors too, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. So she is also a lover of bugs, but it turns out there's a key reason. She has a psychic connection to them. That's the other thing about Argento movies. There's always a supernatural bent to stuff. So yeah. this movie could have just been your straight up. Giallo, which I, his early stuff really was, you know, that whole idea of the, it's more of a thriller slash mystery with a killer on the loose kind of thing. And yeah. This is definitely more in the supernatural realm. So she's got this connection. There's a little serial killer on the loose. There's Donald Pleasance, the Scottish entomologist in a wheelchair, who, by the way, his assistant, which is how we'll connect this back in. Do you remember his assistant? Yeah,
2: the, li- yeah, the little monkey.
1: Yeah. It, uh, uh, technically, yeah in- te- Inga. Te- technically, it's a chimp, thus an ape. Oh, yeah. J- Jason yeah, would be here okay. quickly to correct, but either of us, we said monkey. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Sorry, Jason. And I only oh, remember God. that because
1: I just saw of the Planet of the Apes, not that long ago. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Jason knows his stuff. Yes. And on,
1: on that front, he absolutely does, man. He, he will. Yeah. Uh, that is not a monkey. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry.
2: Yeah, sorry, Horace. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. yeah Inga was her name. Oh, Inga. Okay. And yeah. so she is sort of his assistant slash almost his child, the way the yeah. relationship between them.
2: Yeah, Donald Pleasant's character is really is, is actually a really really nice, gentle old man. Yes,
1: he is. He's I like the character. I liked it a lot. Yeah. and so he ends up helping Jennifer. You know, there's this whole thing. So it's like a mystery. They're trying to figure out who the killer is. Well, the only thing we ever saw of the killer initially was the girl at the beginning. You mentioned who's trying to get she gets left behind by this bus, goes to yeah. this country house in the middle of the country, the Swiss countryside, and where she goes just inside <laughs> to ask yeah. for help. She's like, hey, I'm here. here. anyone here? I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, you can hear them because we're getting these cutaway shots to something chained in a room, like chained to the wall, grr, grr, You know, grunting as yeah. it's, it's yanking its chain. You remember the movie Castle Freak?
2: Did you just hear what you said? What? It's grunting as it's yanking its chain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that's so staying in. Uh, yeah, it's, it's grunting as it's yanking its chain against the wall. Uh, it, has, it has a fetish. <laughs> so it pulls the chains out. And then, of course, let's just say she doesn't make it home. And uh, no. But see, that's where my mem- I remembered as I'm watching this is a kind of a cool experience. When you haven't seen a movie, I honestly could say I have not seen this movie in almost 30 years. If not, oh, wow. Thirty. Well, you know, I guess it came out eighty-five, so it'd be almost thirty no matter what because yeah. thirty next year. But it's yeah. been twenty over twenty-five because I saw the last time I saw this, I was nine-ish years old. I have not seen it since.
2: It destroyed you more or less.
1: Yeah, it did destroy me. No, the movie that almost destroyed me was Pieces, which I refuse to watch to this day. Like, I just <laughs> <Okay>. can't. <laughs> but but this one, I don't know why. Like I. I don't know why it was I, early on. It was avoidance, you know, just because I had it built up in my head. I brought this one up to Jason a long time ago for spooky flicks fest. And, I said, Oh, let's do it. Like, we haven't really done any kind of foreign films. And, and so, and, and because this is all dubbed over and Jennifer Connelly stars. in I mean, it is foreign technically it's a, for American yeah. audiences. It is, but I, I, we just never did. We just never got around to it. So it was an interesting experience to watch it after all that time. And, moments like I didn't I remembered only key glimpses almost like you had this very distant memory of something and I would have these little quick images it was interesting to me to watch a scene play out and actually remember that scene and at least yeah. in my head I was like okay I remember, I remember him pushing her against the glass I remember the whole the scissors thing I remembered all of those moments and just the general tone of it I also remembered but there was a yeah. lot of stuff I completely forgot about so yeah. And the only other thing that had always stuck in my head besides the pit and where the flies attacking the killer at the end yeah. and the part where without, because I don't want to give this away at the very, very end, the person that shows up on the beach, it has that giant, yeah, yeah. a piece of aluminum. See, again, in my head, I thought that was one of the regular killing implements that the killer had used. And I thought it was some sort of, for lack of a better way of calling it, a giant razor blade <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, and of course in context now watching it no it's just a piece of aluminum or, or, or tin that she had found nearby
2: yeah but, sharp as hell though
1: yeah it is and, but but I mean in my head the way I had remembered it was it was something the killer like had it wasn't uh, something okay. that she was laying around so and and also I had, compl- <laughs> I had forgotten about the boat I would forgotten there were just so many things that I had forgotten about that and I did remember that in the end the chimp shows up I just couldn't remember. Was it to save the day, or was it? Be- or if it was okay, something like it turned out was somehow connected in a negative way. Now I don't want to give away whether what, what the answer was to that. Oh, oh, before we hang this up, I want to get. Uh, I want to hit, hit the uh, the pit. Oh, uh, yeah, that is nasty. Yeah, that was bad. This is a spoiler part, but I have to talk about this. Yeah, because this is the only part that I vividly, vividly <laughs> remember, which was Jennifer's character ends up in the killer's home, of course. Yeah. And there's some twists and turns as to who the killer really is. And if there's just if there's more than one person, et cetera, et cetera. And she is trapped in a room and she ends up finding a phone in another room. And it's what are they called? It's where the window. It's very old fashioned architecture. It always reminds me of. a.
2: Oh, yeah, you have the the window above the door. Exactly. It reminds me of like office yeah. buildings
1: from the 30s. Yeah. Like when you watch an yep. old screwball comedy and they're they're reporters in a news office and they always had the door with the window above and they would push it open and listen in, you know, that kind of thing. So she crawls through that, ends up the... eh, I don't know how she managed this one. I could have done this if I had tried. She ends up trying to get the phone with this wooden pole and a hook on the end and ends up dropping it into some sort of pit, (laughs) like a hole that's dug into the ground.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she she, she wasn't very good at that.
1: No, she really wasn't. So she crawls into this tunnel hole to get the phone, gets it. As she's making a call, someone grabs her and pulls her through. Well, somebody comes barging in and Jennifer falls into what could best be described at at one time, one would assume it was some sort of basement, hot spring spa kind of pool. Because it actually looks like it was intentionally cut out of the ground. Like it would have been a bath of some sort. Like it's pretty big. What would you say? It's maybe 10 feet by... Seven feet ish,
2: yeah, something to that effect. Okay, yeah,
1: but it's filled with, with, with this rancid water and uh, decaying corpses. Well, yeah, pieces maggots. of them and maggots, lots yeah. and lots of maggots. And it is, uh, it's, it's, it's not your
2: typical regular spa anymore.
1: No, no, uh, nope. although I imagine it would be very good for your skin. That's probably why she uh, glows so much now, even to this day.
2: I, I, I have no. Oh God! <laughs>
1: <laughs> so she falls
2: in, taking mud baths to the tenth degree, man.
1: The idea of falling into something like that is bad enough, but the idea that she goes under and when she comes yeah. up, she's like, oh, breathe through her mouth the is open on it. Yeah. Oh God, that's the that to me that gross. Wise, if you're a, gr- a person who can't handle gross, that's the grossest part <laughs> because the, really yeah. most of this movie is not very gory. I mean, there's moments. No,
2: it's not. no. it has its moments. Oh.
1: That part it's, is so bad.
2: Yeah, it is. You kind of remember this.
1: Yeah, you you. That is a scene you don't forget.
2: No, but it's like you say when she goes under and she comes up and her mouths are open. It, mm-hmm. it, uh, it is. God, I, I don't imagine. Imagine what what would you have to use to get the stench out of your mouth?
0: Oh,
1: never. It would never happen. I just have to just no, cut out my own tongue. Be, uh, <laughs> yeah. And the only thing I was going to say is, if you get a chance, go on. You did you watch the behind the scenes? there was a like a 15 no, no, minute I, behind the scenes clip on oh. youtube where they actually show how they made that scene ah, which I is very cool so if out. you see the movie first and then go back and watch that that's pretty cool before we wrap this up peter i do have to get what do you, what, what did you think of the movie since you had never seen it before
2: i liked it it's a, it's kind of a slow burn but uh, it's it, 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 it's like i said about the exercise it, it's it never gets boring because you you really have to stay on top of it and and to get uh, with any Argento movie You can't fall asleep Because you, you will not Understand anything
1: Yeah And and it's debatable If you make it through The whole thing awake I'm sure there's Pity people that argue Yeah by the end yeah. of it There's things you're like What? <laughs>
2: yeah No I liked it It was a. I liked it overall It was a great movie And the last half hour Is it, Oh man it's, it's intense as hell So yeah I liked it
1: and again, the whole C&D thing for me, it was like almost like a reverse c and I thought it would be really horrible. And I don't necessarily mean that in like a, a badly made way. I mean, oh. Argento is a very competent filmmaker, so I didn't think that. But I, I was thinking it was gonna be more horrific than it was. But I have to tell you, I really liked it a lot. Like I was like, in a totally different way. As yeah. a kid, I didn't even like it because it just it freaked me out. But it was just all the atmosphere in this, which is what I like about his stuff. It's very atmospheric, very dreamlike. The performances were all really great. The, the top people performing were fantastic. The effects were really good. They held up really well. And I just overall, I mean, it's a Donald Pleasance with a chimp movie. I mean, you can't get past <laughs> you can't get better than that. No, <laughs> it, it was great. I, I mean, I yeah, really. I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. I figured I'd be okay. It's kind of a trip down memory lane. No, I really liked this movie a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah, but so, it is, it it, tastes, uh, it it takes some, some cool turns mm-hmm. along the way. I agree so, with that. And, and the, and the setting, I mean, the Switzerland, beautiful Switzerland. You can't,
1: uh, It was gorgeous. The whole thing was gorgeous though. There's something yeah, so, about that pretty little rural house in the middle of nowhere, even in that daylight. That's what was amazing to me is how creepy that felt.
2: Yeah, but it's it's like uh it contrasts. Mm-hmm. Is it? it's it's a beautiful setting and and it's not so beautiful things going on inside.
1: I agree so to speak. I agree. Peter. Yep. This has been awesome. I I appreciate you taking this trip down memory lane with me.
2: It it was a pleasure.
1: It's possible Peter may be back at least one more time during cool. the bonus episodes of the twenty fourteen spooky flicks fest. And we may be talking about something very interesting, very unique, something that was actually new to me as far as the concept of it. Me too. For me too. And uh, we will we will get into that in the next few episodes. By the time this one airs, it's a few episodes after this one. And uh, here's a hint: it's Stephen King centric, but it's not what you'd think it is. Oh, well played, sir. Thank
2: you. <laughs> wow, we get all we're all
0: somber now. Thank you for joining us for this special bonus episode of the 2014 Spooky Flicks Fest. And a special thanks to Peter Nielsen. He always brings his A-game. And you can find more of his retro review love at ForgottenFlicks.com. Looking for more spooky fun? Why not head on over to ForgottenFlicks.com? where you can can sign sign up up to receive receive free updates and something horrific horrific delivered to your your inbox every day day in October. October. See you soon!